Okay. All right, this is Conversations of Grace, where we hope to model conversations about important things that impact our everyday lives. What we're aiming for is to encourage Christians to think biblically and talk about Jesus. And I'm here today with my co-host, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's good to be here, Nathan. That's good. And the question for today Mm. is, is it ever okay for Christians to disobey the government? Mm. Is it ever okay for Christians to disobey the government? And this is in specific kind of relationship to uh, everything that's happening around the world at the moment with... COVID and restrictions and lockdowns and vaccinations and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Topical. Very topical. Mm. And so topical, in fact, I asked some friends just to put out some feelings about how how they would respond or what, you know, they sort of sense the right response is as a Christian perspective here. Now, now someone sent in a response that is... uh, And uh, by the way... I haven't had them record their voices so they can remain anonymous, <laughs> just in case, you know, <laughs> just in case they're defying the government and they get, you know, in trouble somehow. Anyway, so someone said uh, that they believe in general that vaccines and restrictions are, uh, are imposing sort of a moral standpoint on people is wrong, right? And then they went on uh, and they explained it really well, their perspective. I thought it was fantastic. But I'll cut to sort of the end because um, there's a lot of there's a lot of content there, uh, and it says uh, they say this: a person can choose to get the jab or not, but an elderly person can't choose to be young. Immunocompromised people can't choose to be non-immunocompromised. As a Christian, the issue is further complicated by the lack of parallels in Scripture, which that'd be interesting for mm. us to mm, consider. Yeah, worth exploring. Uh, the modern-day lepers, the unvaccinated, shunned in the name of health and safety, or the sick and vulnerable who will be the first to suffer and die as we open up and let COVID run rampant, mm. right? Mm. Um, someone else had this to say, I think you have to assess these things all the time, but ultimately I haven't seen anything yet that I don't think Christians should or could comply with, right? Nothing to comply with. Sorry. Right. No, no reason why they shouldn't comply. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum there. <laughs> All right. Good. Yes. No, no, no. They, they are saying okay, yeah, yeah. I we get should it. comply. I get it. I get yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel when you hear that just off the top? Well, I mean, I, to be honest, I actually feel a bit conflicted about this one. Okay. Um, so I've spent a little bit of time with uh, the writings of Dietrich Bonhoeffer and, uh, and thinking a little bit about Christians in the, in the 20th century, in, the, in Germany, in the Second World War and... So, you know, and find there's, there's some interesting things to explore on that front in terms of actually is there a valid case for Christians to okay. push back and resist and, and, and reject the claims of authority? Although probably like that second one, assuming I've understood it rightly, yeah, yeah, yeah. my tendency would be in this particular instance, I, I haven't seen things that I think okay. particularly in this case need resisting. All right, well, let's uh, take a break for a second and we'll jump into it, mm. Okay. Hi, it's Nathan here and just before we kick off this conversation, I just want to let you know on behalf of Chris and I that this is just us sharing our opinions as we have an everyday conversation. It's not all of our opinions and we definitely don't think that we have all the answers. We're just keen to have a chat. We hope that it benefits you as you listen. Okay, well, we're asking the question today, is it ever okay for Christians to disobey the government, right? Mm. And if this is in specific relationship to uh, how we're responding to vaccines and 
and you know regulations about how we live in the yeah. world yeah, you bet. with all of those things. Yep. Um, it's complicated, complex, um, yeah. Now, biblically speaking, mm. there, uh, there's probably one really main passage that really addresses this clearly. I think uh, 1 Peter does as well in, in a similar way. Right. But yes. Romans chapter 13 uh, says, in, there's verse 1 to 7, mm. uh, but in verse 1 specifically, I'll just read that. Let everyone submit to the governing authorities since there is no authority except from God The authorities and, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. So let everyone submit to the governing authorities since there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. Yeah. yeah. And it goes on to say that to disobey the governing authorities is to actually to disobey God, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what are you thinking? What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, that's... And it, it's such a kind of at one level, very clear passage, and uh, particularly so when you think Paul's writing to Christians who lived under Roman rule, and the, you know, it wasn't yes. until quite a bit later that Romans were in any way sympathetic to Christianity. Right, right. And so it wasn't like Paul's saying, you know, well, when things are basically pretty good for you and, and the government's on your side and saying things that are, you know, more or less good, yeah. then, then, you know, go with that. Yeah. It's, this is... This is could be quite pointed yeah. for some Christians living in the first century uh-huh. to be told to submit to the governing authority, right, right, like it's God. I mean, as it's appointed by God, um, that's a big, you know. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't he doesn't qualify that at all there, right? Right, right. And he even goes on to actually like state matters regarding tax and things like that, right. things that we would actually sort of try and figure out. Sure. Are there any sort of bendable bits <laughs> right, here? Right. Okay, yeah, because I mean, there's some things that people people are happy to go with. Yes. And, although even that is interesting, depending on people's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I've I've had friends who've uh, they they were at a church planting thing in the US, mm-hmm. and uh, they got this presentation from a church saying, "This is really amazing thing. It'll get you out ahead in terms of you know making mileage among the community in a sort of urban elite yeah. context." It's this thing called recycling. And all my all my Australian friends who were there cracked up because it's like, well, yeah, but I mean, like we have to sort our stuff into various coloured bins, and we've been doing that for <laughs> as long as I can remember. And this is not, it, you know, it, that that feels like a kind of yes, it's an imposition, it's a rule, it's a government kind of interfering with even what right, I put right. in my, you know, put in your bins, put in my bins, <laughs> and yet. It doesn't, you know, I don't experience that like I do tax going, well, can I avoid... Yeah, yeah. Is there a way I can get this cardboard into the other bin and get away with it and feel okay? Right, we're happy to comply, right? Yeah, Now, this passage, though, do Mm. you think there's a precedent here? Is there anything that we could use to be able to say, well, I shouldn't say we. If a Christian person was like... I am seeking to honour God, and at the same time, yeah. uh, I yeah. don't agree with yeah. whatever regulations that are out there. Or yeah. maybe a church says that. You right. know, I think right. churches are wrestling yeah, with yeah, these yeah. things too yeah. corporately. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. what do you think? Like, is it cut and dry? Is it? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's. I, uh, this is why I say I'm conflicted because I think there's there's some there's other passages as well as even within the terms of you know Romans 13 and particularly perhaps the stuff from from first peter mm-hmm. um you know the kind of as submit as to the lord yep. that there's there remains in those those texts a kind of the greater authority li- and the, the greater responsibility for christians lies in relation to god we, we need to res- 
submit to God, mm-hmm. which is why we submit to the governing authorities, actually, mm-hmm. but also could be the reason why we might resist. And, you know, there's, biblically, there's precedent for this, right? Okay. So in, in, in the Old Testament, right. there were, like, there were kings who had authority from God, yeah. but they weren't unchallengeable. Right. Actually, they were they were meant to read God's law regularly and meditate on it, and that was part of the job description. Yeah. And then there were prophets who would speak God's word and sometimes got pretty much in the faces of the kings and said, "You're not doing what God wants." And this is, and so that within that context, it's not just unilateral. Right. There's an authority. Right. God's put them there. Everyone do exactly what they say all the time. Yes, except in those situations. We're talking Old Testament times right, particularly right, here. Right, right, yeah. You brought it up. Sure, I did. The, the kings were like committing adultery and murdering and right. all those sort of yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not comparable to what we're seeing now, do you think? Well, I personally don't think it is, but yeah. I understand some people do find there to be boundary pushing happening in, yeah. in relation to some of the, the things that are being put forth by governments Okay. Required by governments in the current context. All right. There's, there is a New Testament text as well. It's another 13, <laughs> Revelation 13. Okay. Right. In Revelation 13, there, there's a picture of human authority, and it's again Rome that's on view here, I think, in my understanding of Revelation. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a, pictured as a beast. It's, it's inhuman and dehumanizing and claims for itself ultimate sort of. And, and there is a tendency among those in power to kind of claim to have more or to be able to give guarantee the good life and actually that it's interesting even in Romans 13 what is it that the government can be expected to give and we and we should look be looking particularly for the government to be doing under God mm-hmm. well it's it's restraining wickedness right right it's there's a there's a kind of but you uh, said punishing yourself, wrongdoing. Yeah, but you said yourself that like we're talking about the the Roman Empire here. Yeah, like, yeah. They weren't sort of renowned for doing nice things. To you people. bet, you bet. And and in in that's where Revelation thirteen comes in, right? Because yeah. it's it's a here's the Roman Empire in a particular mode, uh, probably written later than Romans thirteen, uh-huh. after a, a different emperor who was known for some shenanigans. And particularly anti-Christian shenanigans yeah. and uh, for overstepping and overselling and, and claiming more. And, and the Roman Roman emperors had a tendency to do this, right? That mm-hmm. meant part of their claim to authority was, mm-hmm. hey, everyone, guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm the son of God. Of <laughs> yes. the, you know, because my, my father, I, we just made him a god. Right. And get, I'm his son, so you should submit because I... And they yeah. claim this kind of divine authority... Yeah, and and they claim to to do more, to be able to give more. You know, mm-hmm. there's that, this is where the, even the basic Christian proclamation, yeah. Jesus, you know, the good news yeah. about Jesus, the Son of God, is like a ripoff of or a, a flipping inside out of what the Romans, Roman emperor emperors would claim, right? That mm-hmm. I'm but, the son of the God who's my dad, and this is the good news, I've won victories and I'm going to give you the good life. And they're actually claiming to offer much more than they can or should. And what Jesus does is he, he limits them and puts them on notice. And he's, mm-hmm. he's risen as the real ruler. And they have, even in Romans 13, they have their authority delegated from God. They're not 
they're not gods in their own right or sons of God. They're, right. they're yeah. agents of, of the true and living God who appoints them for particular purposes. Yeah. If they step outside of that, well, maybe yeah. there's a case. But then, hang on a second. So mm. how does that actually compare to sort of the scenarios we're amongst today? Do you right, know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. These guys aren't... These, the politicians that lead us, mm. they're not claiming to be God. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. And so what do you... What's the answer then? Like, yeah, well, I mean... You, you sound like you're open to people. <laughs> to people. Well, I feel like I've got to... And I've read enough Bonhoeffer to go, well, you know, when there's... And, okay. and, and we're in danger here. In, <laughs> in fact, we're right, running right into it saying, let's talk about the Third Reich you're and right. the Nazis. You want to talk about... You want to equate our politicians I to Hitler. I do not want to do that. I don't, but I get... I get... You can't, you can't close the door on that. Right? Why? I don't think. Well, because they haven't proven to... You well, know, I know, as in be leading towards genocide. <laughs> <laughs> we can't close the door on the possibility that governments might be overstepping, that they might be claiming more authority than is their due, that they might be acting consistent with how the Roman Empire acted, in okay, and and that we see the you know okay. the Nazis act, and you know they didn't start full blown, okay, the Nazis, they then, started smaller scale. I feel awkward that we're talking about Nazis in relation sure, to this sure. topic. This is one way to get your podcast ratings way up there. Talk about Nazis. <laughs> oh, I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but I get you, you, you're making a point. I understand. Yes. You're making a point about yeah, yeah. overstepping. Right. Oh, okay, then I'll put this out there. Yeah. I don't think I've seen people overstep yeah. their, the bounds there. And right. in particular, in regard to Christians, right. as far as... Um, you know, enabling them to live a life that honours God right. and to, to, you know, whatever that entails necessarily. Sure, sure, sure. I, don't, I haven't seen that. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and I absolutely do, and um, I basically agree in so, our context. Although I, I also get people come, people come at this question from different places, right, and have had different kinds of experiences and different... Absolutely. Um, you know, I think about, so part of the church planting like the church planting network I'm part of mm-hmm. is connected with efforts to assist churches in China. Okay. Right? And they are, have been in the last few years on the receiving end of state-sanctioned persecution right, right, right. and people getting locked up for just saying that they so you, owe their allegiance to Jesus over and above the Communist Party. And Yeah, okay. So I am not sort of you know, um, privy to a lot of those sort mm, of mm. experiences, yep. right? Yep. Are you saying then to interpret this passage, to to live out what we believe today, there's a little bit where it's dependent on, you know, different people. Different people are going to interpret this different ways. Well, well, I, Is it a conscience issue? Uh, Is this like a, like it, it can be true for you, but not right, true right. for me? <laughs> like, even though we live in the same state, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Well, I guess I'm, I'm not necessarily saying to interpret it will be a matter of different perspectives. But I guess I'm, I'm just aware that people are coming at this from different places. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, you don't have to go to, to communist China or Nazi Germany to be in different places on, on these sorts of questions, right? Mm. That um, I, I've worked in university student ministry and mm. I've been in contexts where the university authorities, both, both the kind of official, you know, authorities and the sort of student kind of government things have been basically didn't even realise there were Christians there, couldn't care less, 
it's fine. Just do what do what you do. You know, as long as you're filling in the right forms and ticking the boxes, and we don't mind at all. Mm-hmm. And and other contexts that have been very very tightly controlled in ways that seem and and feel like the kind of thing you often hear about. Unis are very hostile to right. to faith and Christian things. And, mm-hmm. and so if you've been in that context, or I have another friend who worked, you know, he did, did his studies and worked initially in kind of media and was exposed to a lot of people on the sort of left in Australian media. Yeah. And there's there's not a kind of neutral stance towards not, Christianity yeah. and the church. There's yeah. a, there's hostility and negativity. Right. And if you if you're if you've been in that context or that sort of context, uh-huh. you're gonna hear passages like Romans thirteen in a different kind of way. It's gonna pinch and bite. Yeah, but I would say even those people haven't experienced the depths of the context of which Paul's even speaking to right. to the Romans there. Right. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like yeah, they totally. might have seen like like people be ridiculed or Yes. Or mocked or something yes. like that, yes. but they haven't seen someone, you know, you know, arrested right. because of what they right. believe. Well, and, and to be fair, um, our understanding, as best we can, of the Roman Empire in the first century had a whole range of things. Right? There was sure. yes, there was state-sanctioned yeah. kind of, you know, the Emperor Nero setting Christians on fire as like candles to light the way to his parties and things like. But there was there was a whole gradation of different things. You know, even the other epistles talk about you've not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Right. Like there, there is a kind of pressure socially. Um, Christians were in this weird in between status a lot of the time because uh-huh. uh, Judaism was a permitted religion. You're allowed to be a Jew and not worship the emperor. Yeah. Right. That was okay. Uh-huh. Technically, um, but Christians were a whole bunch of non-Jews saying, "Well, we worship Jesus, not the emperor," mm-hmm. and it's like, well. If you're not a Jew, yeah, and so <laughs> even if there was, you know, and we have letters from provincial governors, sort of, right? What do we do? You know, I've I've captured some Christians, I tortured a couple of them. <laughs> as far as I can work out, all they're doing is like singing hymns to Jesus yes. as a god and and having communion. What what should I do? What should I do with these these weirdos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, and so there was that sort of stuff, but there was also popular level stuff. We read yeah. it in Acts of Jews opposing Christians and trying to get them kind of in trouble with the, the Roman authorities. Yeah. And there was just other kinds of social pressures. Christians lived differently yeah. and that was like awkward. Yeah. And people didn't always like it. And yeah. they sometimes made life difficult. So there's a whole there was a whole range of things going on in the New Testament as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, oh New Testament Christians knew all about state sanctioned persecution and whatever. Yeah. So so the kinds of like I feel like, yes, I agree with you that we're not we're not experiencing some of the extremes in our context yeah. that they were, but a lot of the there's probably a fair bit of overlap yeah. between some of the things we might be experiencing or people might have experienced in different contexts. Yes, compared so, to that. All right, let me swing it a different way then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I think of someone who, uh, well, I don't even know the best way to talk about this. Like, I feel like I there are people out there mm. who would attach their reasons. Um, uh, to let's say not getting vaccinated, right? Um, and perhaps they work in an industry where they yep. are required to be vaccinated at the current time, mm. you know, uh, in order to to um, actually go to work. Yes. And they, what I, I can imagine, there are people who continue to go to work, so they're defying government regulations. Okay. Right. Right. And somewhere inside, it's based on their Christian beliefs that what's happening here is unjust and unfair, or something like that. Okay. Right. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think about that then? Like, I, I know what you're saying. I kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get you to say you know, this is 
this is what you think. Because yes, yes. <laughs> you're also not asking me to do that either. So, no, yeah, yeah. But, and that's yeah. not my goal no, here, is no. to try and get you to say, well, this is yeah, right yeah. and this is wrong. Yeah. But it sounds like that you, it sounds like you have at least sort of like some gaps there for mm. people to interpret this in a way that might be right. perhaps more personal. Yes. Well, and look, maybe I do, but I guess the, what happens if they make a, you know, feel that they need to not obey the authority, governing authority duly appointed and reject it, right? Because I, I feel like we're in, we're in Australia, right, not the Roman Empire, so we can vote. Yes, okay. And there are various yeah. other forms of political action open to us. At, and so just disobeying is not, you know, if you, if you discern that the way, you know, a particular road scenario, you know, a, a crossing near you or whatever is... is, is the way it's currently running is not great. You can you can write letters to your MP, you can campaign, right, you, can, right. you can try and get it changed to how you know how you think is a better, safer Yeah. You know, and so that there, that there's legitimate ways to pursue this and, and just going, well oh, I'm not gonna do it doesn't seem super legit mm-hmm. to me. And if if you are gonna go that way and just think, look, by conscience I have to do this and I have to resist and then you've also got to be up for copying it. Yes. And, and I think maybe okay. even, maybe even, this is a friend of mine suggested this to me. He said if, if his church got to the point where um, it wasn't a general kind of society-wide vaxxed, unvaxxed distinct, distinction uh-huh. thing, but it was specifically for churches that they have to keep making this right. distinction, right. he would say, sorry, can't do that. Yeah. I'm going to be protesting that. I'm going to be leading my church to have a mi- mixed service. But he would call the police ahead of time and let them know that that's what he was going to be doing. I'll be making this protest. Right, on that. right. And they would come, yep. presumably, yeah. and arrest him, okay. and he would pay the fine. Right. And that, that's... There's, that, so, so, it, so keeping it to yourself, that makes me go... It feels to me like something else is going on there, potentially. Which is of, a question for me, which yeah. is what's unique about Christian civil mm. disobedience mm, mm. versus just regular, sneaky, cheeky right. civil yeah. disobedience. Well, exactly. And that's, and that's we're back in the passages, right? Yeah. Because they're big on um, you know God yes. and are submitting to God, therefore submit to your earthly masters um, actually more than you would otherwise. Right. Because if you didn't have a God who you knew and could trust and, and had things in hand, who right. you're, you're entrusting yourself to and submitting to, well, then you, you bend the rules and you yeah. get away with what you can and you go, well, they're not looking, so it doesn't matter. You right. know, okay, yeah, it's a red light, but it's the middle of the night. There's no red light camera. There's yes. no other cars coming. <laughs> Just go. You know, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, you know, lots of people are like that, right? Yeah. On all sorts of ways. Yeah. Get away with what you can. Actually, Christians shouldn't be like that. It should be the opposite. Yeah, right. right. Including when we say, actually, in conscience, I can't obey what the government's asking me to do. Yeah. I'm not going to do that in a sneaky, try and get away with it way. Yeah. I'm going to do it in a way that says, I can't do it, do this. Right. I'm not, I'm not hiding that, actually. And, I'm, and, and there's a reason for this, and it's got to do with my... Yep. Belief in the, the the risen Lord Jesus, actually, uh-huh. oh, and see that makes more sense to me. Right, that makes more sense. Yeah, because I I feel like the point is to honour God, mm. whatever your way mm. of mm. being is. Yeah, whether you are obeying or disobeying. Yeah, yeah. But the point is to honour God. Yes, yes. And not just say, I will disregard. Yeah, well, exactly. Human because authority. disobedience that says. 
I'm I'm the authority. I'm not accepting the government. I'm the authority for how I should yes. live here. I believe that's pretty. That sounds pretty similar to how the Bible talks about sin. Right. <laughs> Where I determine for myself what my life is going to be about, what is important, what I value. Okay. I kind of, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think this is good. Like, but I can already picture in my mind people who I know that probably disobey on the basis of actually saying, uh, "No, Jesus is my King. I'm not going to respond to, you know." The, the premier of our state or something like that. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so in their mind, they're going, no, 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 I am doing, I'm, I'm obeying God ultimately yes. in the most ultimate way I right. can by yeah. not caring about any other authority. Okay. Yeah, although those other authorities are mentioned in Scripture. Exactly. And so you've got to, I think you've got to have something in relation to them if you determine that you need to disobey what they're saying to, yeah. to be faithful to God. You've still got to say, you've actually got to tell them that. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to spin this again, right? Mm. This is probably... The, I, as I've been thinking about this and, you know, wrestling with it, even as a pastor growing in church, yeah. the, the thing that I probably keep coming back to isn't even what are you allowed to get away with, what are you allowed to do or not do. No, yeah, yeah. I'm noticing much more how there is an emphasis placed on what the state hands down to the church as what you're allowed to do or what you're not allowed right, to do. Right. Not just the church, all of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what I'm, it's sort of, I don't know if this is me being so pious or not or whatever, but I kind of wish that um, I heard more Christians saying things like, uh, like, like, not talking about this is what we're allowed to do now, but rather talking about who we are because of what God's already done. Right. And I kind of think that that changes the way that you interpret the guidelines, yes. not to twist them, no. but to, it, it actually... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel mm. like we have this, as modern day Christians, we have this ongoing sort of um, view that, like, it's almost like um, sin management. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, yeah. what can I get away with before <clears throat> it's actually sin? Yeah, sure. Or what can I, sure. how, how far can I yes. go to the line before? Right, and it, it's right. like that in reverse here. Yes. Like, yes. Is it, is it sometimes, uh, are people, I mean, particularly I think about the, say, restrictions on Christian gatherings, uh-huh. public gatherings, and do you have to have them with a you know a registry of those who are vaccinated and all the sorts of stuff that's de- kind of debated? Is it that there's a we feel that the only way to be faithful to God is to be experiencing those freedoms and living that in that way? You know that we the way to be faithful to God is right to have all the freedoms and and abilities to kind of move around and. Uh-huh. You know, not not have to to be unhindered to be unhindered, yeah. and and particularly then to gather with all of us that we can who are part of our church family, right, right, under one roof. Yeah, but it's like, didn't we just spend twenty months uh-huh. like gathering in other faithful ways when there were, when yeah. it wasn't possible to do that? Yeah, and that that seems to me there's a fundamental biblical gospel insight in what we were doing that we seem to have just. Left our heads, or something. yeah, yeah. Because what we were doing was what uh, one Corinthians seven talks about, uh-huh. right? It's, Paul talks about slaves mm-hmm. and and says if you can get your freedom, go for it. Right, right. I'm, I'm all for that. Yes, right. But he says don't think if you're stuck in slavery that your obedience to God and faithfulness is off the cards, because mm-hmm. you can. Mm. You can be faithful as a slave. Mm. You can be faithful with the restrictions within which you live. Yeah. And, and the idea that we kind of 
no, no, we've got to get away from those to really be properly faithful. Yeah. It's like, are you, what? What happened? Didn't we just, we figured this out, I yeah. thought. And now we've kind of forgotten it and suddenly it's a matter of conscience and protest. And look, I get it, right? Because right, who, who likes being restricted? Right, I get it, yeah. But, but yeah, I think you've raised exactly what I think the point is. Mm. Is who do we look to? And mm. that's what I'm trying to say. Like, mm. what do we look to? Who do we look to in yeah. order to understand ourselves most truly yeah. and understand ourselves in light of who God is? Even understand who God is mm. and then mm. us as secondary to that, you know what mm. I mean? Like, mm. like, rather than we think of ourselves as practicing Christians who go to church on Sundays and yep. now that's got guidelines to it. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 focus is in the wrong spot. Yeah. That's what I'm trying yeah, to yeah, yeah. sort That's of get at. Hundred yeah. percent. And and one of them you get to live by, you know, what Jesus has done for us, mm. and another one you get to live by what we're allowed to do <laughs> according yeah. to the state. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and what we're allowed to do according to the state may give shape to how we live. Yeah out what Jesus has done for us and our response to that. Absolutely, and it has to. And yeah. it always will. Yeah. And and sometimes it will involve perfectly happily just within those restrictions and that, that shape kind of living it out. And other times we'll feel it rubs up against us the wrong way and we need to push back. And wonderfully, in Western democracies, we have ways of doing that, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. including protesting. Yes. Um, yeah. But even that we need to do in a way that's, I think... Christian rather than purely individualistic, yeah, and sort of like I'm I'm need to be the uh, the one who hands down the restrictions on my life and no one else. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think that that has been really helpful for me to hear. Yeah, yeah that's really good. That adds a great perspective that I probably mm. haven't considered mm. before. You know, as far as the way I've been interpreting yeah, these yeah, yeah. regulations. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a good, good spot to mm. to end on. Mm. Mm. You okay with that? I am. I mean, I've got lots more to say. Me too. <laughs> I think we should finish We there. should land the plane. Yeah. <laughs> we have landed. Time to get off. Uh, that was great. Thanks for the conversation. Well, that was our conversation. Thanks for listening. And we hope it helps you have conversations of grace too. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find us on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. See ya.